words on water. Alardo, Pam, welcome. Yeah, thank you. Pam is incredibly interesting because of how she's both come into her field and has led in the field. Of course, you are currently the Deputy Commissioner of the Bureau of Wastewater Treatment at New York City's Department of Environmental Protection. Yeah, just, just a small little uh, job on the yeah, side for you. Yeah, just a little thing. Just yep, a little thing, is, yes. How long have you been? I've the been there at New York City about five and a half years now. And then in this position? <clears throat> in this position, five and a half years. That's I came from uh, Seattle metropolitan area as the wastewater mm -hmm. uh, director there. That is a that. wonderful way to take what you're learning from all regions of the country right into New York City, for absolutely, sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, let me give you a little background on Pam. She's identified as an environmentalist since third grade, and yeah. I think for everybody here, I see so much passion. We know it's developed very young. And you grew to become a leader in wastewater resource recovery. Now, you began as an engineer in the U.S. Peace Corps. Thank you yes. so much for your service in the Peace Corps. And then you went to Washington State University in the Department of Ecology. That's correct. Onto the King County Wastewater Treatments Division, and now, of course, you're living the dream at the New York Bureau. Now, Pam, uh, I noted that you were involved in international sanitation programs, correct. and it is so important, what do you say, to share all the resources with as many people as we know. And I really think it shows the importance of our work when you look at places, even within our country, around the world, mm -hmm. where they don't have the same access. Isn't that something? Absolutely. In 2021. But I know that you're working to fix that. Um, you are a licensed grade four wastewater treatment plant operator. And um, you've been a big advocate, not just for the wastewater community and, and for water overall, but I just want to thank you. You know, you've been a big advocate for increasing opportunities uh, for women in our field. Uh, and you've joined in on a discussion related to LGBTQ plus invisibility. Right. That is so important and cannot be understated. And it's both visibility and inclusion. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, you hope to empower individuals to feel comfortable bringing their whole selves to work every day. Because then, Pam, you give your whole self to everything you're doing. Exactly. And then you can contribute fully uh, to the important work that we do. Now, you're wearing a gold shovel because... In addition to what I just mentioned about being the grade four uh, treatment plant operator, you're also a holder of a master's degree in environmental engineering right. and a bachelor's in chemical engineering. No. So you've got the gold shovel. And yes. being on the floor at WEF Tech 2021 is fascinating. And I've started identifying people in their different shovels. Tell us about yours. Okay, so within our our community, there is an honor that one can receive. It's the five S's. I'm, I did That's not good. prep for this because I'm going to miss one of the S's. It's a select society of sludge shovelers, and there's one more S, I'm sorry. <laughs> and it's uh, you're nominated by your peers to receive it. It, it was a great honor uh, to get this, and operators get the gold shovel. 
engineers get you know just the silver one. Just the silver. And if shovel. you're both, you get you get you can get the gold. So well, I go just for the think gold. It's you, I like that we will all go for the gold, and it's so important to call this out. Thank mm -hmm. you for that leadership. Now, I have to say for everybody watching uh, as, on WefTech Live and everybody here that is hearing us at the trade show today and the expo, Pam, you are going to facilitate a learning exchange today. It's Monday of the show on Rainbow Advocates. That's going to be at 3 p.m. Right. And that'll be in room S. 105D, as in dynamic. So check out Pam today at 3 o'clock. And remember, for all the community, it'll be played back November 16th through 18th. And so if you miss that session today, you'll be able to watch it uh, back in November. So oh, thank you for not just being here, but being so involved, Pam. I really wanted to ask, I mean, we're, we're of course talking about diversity, equity, and inclusion, among many other issues. But I really, you know, we say DEI so often, diversity, right, equity, right. inclusion, it all, you know, just becomes initials after a while. So beyond the rather textbook definition, what does DEI mean to you, Pam? And what does it look like at its best? Wow, uh, big question. So yeah. I think in diversity, everybody brings something to the table. Everybody has a diverse background, perspectives, uh, thoughts, perspective, and bringing that to the table is great. Nobody, everybody's different, everybody's an individual, and yeah. that's, we needed to get the diversity uh, open to that in every aspect of our business. And equity, I, I think, I see it as two, two prompt. <laughs> One is, I can bring my whole person to every situation. I can feel comfortable completely contributing. Mm -hmm. uh, that brings equity. And then there's the, the, the concept that each individual should have the same opportunities to grow, and particularly in our important field, and that there are specific barriers and inequities in our communities out there, and it's our job to try and minimize and solve and get beyond that to ensure that we can bring everybody into our fold uh, equal, equally. And then inclusion means that all of us respect the differences of our colleagues and that we allow them to fully contribute. And when we do that, we get better outcomes. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it really is bringing all into the fold with those opportunities as you described it. And I think that's just so important that you're out there taking the lead on this. And so many people are focusing on this as part of their conversation, yeah. not just a one-off, but a constant conversation. And I wanted to ask you, does the fact that our organizations and people provide such an essential need mm -hmm. as water services really affect the need to pursue DEI? And if yes, really how? Because it yeah, is such yeah. an essential need. So DEI is important everywhere, obviously, <laughs> and specifically to our field. I, I see it in three positions, three places, mission, service, and our workforce. So our mission, obviously critically important. And I don't discriminate. I take wastewater from everybody. <laughs> uh, we supply water supply to everybody. And on the surface, we're egalitarian, we're equitable, we're great. But if you look a little deeper, our service, there's potential for inequities there, and there actually are some inequities there. Um, it could be the quality of, a, of uh, odor control in particular communities, performance, landscaping. It could be our response to customer service. It could be specific segments of our systems that don't see the same asset management or replacement or upgrades. So that, we have to be very aware of that. And then in the workforce, 
as public servants, we should represent uh, the people that we serve. And when we do that, when we have a diverse workforce, we're, we can bring the community's perspectives into our everyday. And then, so there's two pieces yeah, of that. The other good. part is to be the best at our jobs, to be the best for the public. We need to bring our individual self and be fully comfortable mm -hmm. there so we can fully contribute to that mission, to that super important mission. And if somebody, and if those of us who don't fit in and we have to change who we are, we can never feel comfortable fully mm -hmm. contributing. And it's particularly challenging for people who might be mixed race or from a mixed background or a different background or um, different sexual orientation or gender identity that it's hard to bring your, to fully contribute. And that's mm -hmm. why we need to challenge ourselves to be better at that. Well, and you've been in the industry a number of years, so you've certainly seen it evolve and, and change. And we've seen, you know, a lot of emphasis on this topic recently. And as I said, you've seen an evolution of DEI for sure. Mm -hmm. How or why do you think this is different yeah. this time than it's been in the past? Well, it's an evolution. <laughs> so it seems like stuff happens overnight, but it's over decades. And if you think of the, the civil rights movement, the women's movement, the gay liberation movement, and more recently, Black Lives Matter movements, these are big social changes. Yeah. And, it, and why is it different is because it permeates the consciousness. And maybe there's resistance from older generations. But when younger generations grow up in this kind of environment, they get it quicker, and they're more open to change. Um, and then I want to talk about how it's different, because that was one of your questions. And it, it's actually a little challenging for me to talk about this, because it's very personal. And um, just speaking for the queer community, mm -hmm. and I, I never imagined I'd be able to get married, for example. Ugh. I mean, there's been so much change, and it's hard for me uh, not to get emotional, I, so excuse well, me. but Because um, you got married for all the right reasons. Well, of course, but... I mean, I grew up in a time where, you know, people in my community were, we're going to destroy civilization, mm -hmm. we're bad for children, we should never be allowed to get married. I mean, I heard it all, and I never expected I would be, be able to uh, participate fully as a citizen in the United States and get married. I just never thought that would happen, and then it did, and it happened quickly. I mean, it was painful at first, but it happened quickly. And I think that's amazing. I'm blown away by it, honestly. I have to say, though, you know, some parts of our country, and obviously the world, mm -hmm. it is very difficult still for many individuals in smaller communities or even in New York City or large urban areas where there's pockets where there's resistance to that change still. So there's a lot of work to do, but the trend has Turn, the tide has turned, and we're trending in a good direction, and it's amazing. Well, I just want to thank you for the strong shoulders of yours that so many of us stand on in all of these issues, Pam. It truly mm -hmm. is something that you've been able to rise as a leader within the water community and be able to also advance change within all the communities, as you mentioned, that you serve. Yeah. And now, as a leader, <coughs> as, as you've evolved as yourself as well through all these positions, why don't you just ask, how do you drive DEI from your position as a leader, and how do you really empower and, and really get others enthusiastic to participate as well? Yeah, well, I'm a, I'm a leader of a big organization, <laughs> and I'm on the top. One and, can say that, yes. <laughs> okay, so as that leader, I unabashedly am myself, and I think that allows people to feel comfortable about who they are. 
And as a leader, I don't tolerate intolerance. And my leadership team understands that, and we try and get that to permeate uh, throughout the, the organization. I basically want to be on the top, the kind of leader I wish I had earlier in my career. And that's, that's what really uh, drives, drives me. And then um, we need to explicitly drive diversity efforts uh, through many programs and outreach. And uh, we can't just keep doing the status quo. Mm -hmm. For example, we have very few women in the trades, and mm -hmm. we want to grow uh, that area of diversity. What kind of programs have you enacted in order yeah. to really kind of see that through? So um, I always feel like I'm just getting started, and the mountain's huge. It's, <laughs> it's so, I mean, it's tough, right? Um, but first of all, WEFTEC is fantastic, and the NACWA community is fantastic, because we learn from each other. Mm -hmm. And I was just at a, a DE&I workshop yesterday, and there's so many great programs out there that people are, are uh, studying their demographics, they're yep. looking at impacts, they're looking at policies, and they're, and they're creating programs specific to their needs. So and I'm taking those examples in and trying to adapt them to our situation. So it's fantastic to learn from each other here and, and elsewhere. Um, but specifically in New York City, we have job specifications that were written in the mid-1900s. <laughs> and when you, when you say it that way, it sounds really, yeah, really old. It's, it's the mid-1900s, um, before computers, right? And we need to update the specifications to today's uh, technologies and systems, but also explicitly um, through our workforce development plans, uh, do greater engagement outreach to technical schools, to high schools, to uh, individuals, because we have great jobs. Yeah. And the purpose and the meaning behind these jobs is, uh, is, is essential to life. Mm -hmm. And uh, to share that and really be specific in programming to increase our workforce and the diversity amongst us is, is really a, a goal. I just think it's really something I've learned about the water community, spending about six months with a deep dive with Lynn Broadus and Walt Marlowe and their team in Virginia, really is that everything you do is greater than yourself when it comes to water and the communities. And what I really appreciate about you, Pam, is that you see all of what you can do as something greater than yourself, whether it comes to the, the resource groups and really embracing and implementing DE&I in a way that maybe others hadn't seen it yeah. before. And it makes us stronger together. It, it totally does. So. Well, I appreciate you becoming the leader that you wish that you had, and you brought <laughs> all of those things to the table. And you certainly are leading a big organization today. Is there anything you'd want to close with before we go out? Um, I, I just want to thank you for this yeah. opportunity to speak today. I want to uh, thank WEFTEC and our community for advancing and being progressive on all issues, water technology, yeah. uh, social and environmental, as well as diversity and equity and inclusion so thank you well you